morning and good coffee. Hey everybody, it's Morning Coffee with Larry, and I am glad that you are joining me today. <sighs> I need some waking up time here. <clears throat> it is, what is today? The 24th, I believe. Let me just double check. Yes, it is. It is the 24th of April, 2019, and it is... Oh, about 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> I've had people say, why do you get up so early? Oh, that's because there's so many things that has to get done in a day, and I have to leave for work earlier than what I used to, uh, being now I have a half an hour commute, or 20 to 20 minute commute, I'll say. But... Uh, this morning, I, I could have laid in bed a little bit longer, but there is too much going on this morning. We have some trenching taking place uh, to move electricity from um, the, uh, oh, where it comes in to our house. We're going to be laying electricity to our new pole barn behind the house. So that's happening today. And hopefully we'll also be getting some uh, uh, propane line from our tank going back to the shed also. So we can use that for uh, heat if we want to um, and uh, for future use. So that's taking place this morning. I have to do some rewiring on a trailer uh, that has had some uh, tears uh, the uh, the wiring for the lights, and I need to make sure that another trailer is working. Plus, I have a mastermind call uh, with a couple of other entrepreneurs, and that starts at 6.45, so I've got a lot to get done and uh, not a whole lot of time to do it. We have had rain in the night. When I looked outside, I saw that everything was wet, and the radar showed some weather had moved through the area. So now I just got to get myself fully awake. And I tell you, this coffee, I think, could possibly do the trick. I'm not sure which it was because I was making the coffee in the dark when I grabbed my little K-cup. But uh, this, is, this is a strong coffee. I like buying the variety packs and uh, uh, and then I have them all mixed up in a great big uh, glass container on the counter and I just reach in and it's a surprise each time. So I'm not sure what it is, but this coffee, I think it can wake up or it can uh, come out of the cup and just start slapping you in the face. It's a strong, bold coffee, even with some milk put in it. So, whew. Get in the last yawn before we jump into a topic here. I was kind of hoping I could do another podcast from outside on the deck, but the way the the everything is a little bit wet and is a little bit cooler than yesterday morning, I think today inside will work. And my computer seems to be working as well. So at the end of yesterday, I kind of gravitated towards the topic of addiction. And that's what I'd like to, to touch base on. Now, whenever I, you know, tend to think about addiction, I generally always think about substance abuse. And part of that ties in with, you know, my work as a, a therapist. 
But it also goes back to really my first job out of college. Uh, whenever I started work at what was then the Effingham County Guidance Counseling Center and is now called Heartland Human Services, I worked in substance abuse prevention uh, throughout our county. And what, what a prevention job was in the late 1980s, it really it tied into um, Nancy Reagan, who was the first lady under President Reagan. And uh, first ladies always have a particular mission that's near and dear to their heart that they promote. And drug abuse prevention was a big one for Nancy. And it tied in also with the, uh, uh, her catchphrase, her theme was, just say no. And there was a lot of money that was put into prevention services at that time. And I was one of the people that benefited uh, by having a, a fun, unique opportunity to work with people uh, throughout my county and coordinate with uh, other prevention workers uh, throughout um, the state of Illinois. It was, it was a neat, fun time, especially if you were fresh out of college, you didn't have to have an advanced degree to do prevention. So I tend to think about uh, substance abuse prevention whenever I think about it. But there's a lot of other uh, types of addiction, and that's what I wanted to kind of do. I wanted to open up the door and just talk about that a little bit more. I pulled up uh, Merriam-Webster's dictionary online, and uh, just typed in addiction to see what they had. And the, uh, the second definition says, compulsive need for and use of a habit-forming substance, such as heroin, nicotine, or alcohol, characterized by tolerance and by well-defined psychological, I'm sorry, physiological symptoms of withdrawal. So I want, just in looking at that definition, it is one that really focuses on the idea of a substance addiction. And there's a couple of key words I just wanted to pull out. Compulsive. Uh, whenever I think about uh, in, in the role of addiction uh, or in the, in, under that topic, what a compulsion is, a compulsion is basically a behavior, an action that you feel, well, here I am, I'm breaking a cardinal English rule, uh, you feel, uh, you know, compulsed to do. You feel pressured to do. Um, you, you are goaded into doing uh, on an internal basis. It's not necessarily a peer pressure. It is something where you have this internal urging to keep doing, regardless of what the consequences are. Whether you like it or whether you don't like it, there is this compulsive need uh, to use this substance. And sometimes it is purely just uh, a physiological thing. Uh, for example, if somebody's starting to go through withdrawal, uh, there is this compulsive need to use again so as to avoid those withdrawal symptoms. Uh, I remember talking with different people who were alcoholic and uh, they would talk about, you know, in the morning when they wake up and they're, you know, feeling the hangover and they're feeling the distress. And, you know, they, they talk, there's a, a talk about the, uh, the eye opener, the morning drink, uh, you know, when you first get out of bed, you know, 
taking a couple of shots and that uh, is a way of avoiding the uh, the physical as well as psychological distress. I had one fella say, why would I get out of bed when I can just grab the bottle while I'm still in bed? That, that kind of ties in with that compulsion. Or if you're in a certain setting and you feel the compulsion to do to use a substance in that setting. Uh, thinking about like nicotine, uh, there's a lot of people, friends of mine that, that are smokers, and they when they get in the car, there's this compulsion to light up, or when they get out of the car, there's a compulsion to light up. Uh, just on the topic of coffee, uh, if that is a beverage that they always pair together with smoking, if they're not smoking and they get a cup of coffee, there can be that compulsion to use during that time. The other is the topic, or is the word tolerance. And tolerance is basically your body developing um, an ability to cope with the fact that this substance is in the system. Uh, when I was in college, uh, going to Eastern Illinois University, there were a variety of friends there in the dormitory that said they were trying to build up their tolerance to alcohol, that they were getting, they had never been, you know, exposed to or had access to the amount of alcohol that was available on a college campus at that time. And so they were, they were lamenting the fact that they were getting buzzed or drunk too quickly. So they were trying to build up their tolerance so they could drink more and not feel the effects. And to them, they saw that as a good thing. And the little bit that I knew about substance abuse, just, you know, at that young age, was you don't really want to do that because what's happening is you're, you're consuming enough, your body is now starting to react in such a way as to say, oh, well, we need more in order to get the same effect. And so tolerance is, is that concept of we are using enough that we need more. You know, I have uh, in my work at the VA, I will have people that have, you know, freshly come out of uh, combat situations and they have gotten into using alcohol. Either it was a, a thing that they did in their unit quite a bit, uh, abusive use, or they started drinking heavily after they got out to try to deal with the, the uh, symptoms uh, often associated with post-traumatic stress. And, you know, I'll ask them, you know, how much, you know, could you drink in a day and, you know, not be passed out, still be somewhat functioning? And uh, I would commonly get, well, I could easily drink a case a day. Or I'd drink a case and then I'd, I'd start in on a fifth and usually finish it. Well, if you look at the different um, guides that are available online, uh, or you know, you, if you have some uh, charts in different books and stuff, you should not, depending on what your body weight is, you should not be functioning, and as a matter of fact, you are they're they're in the area where it should be alcohol poisoning. But that what is allowing them to function is their tolerance has increased to such a degree that they are able to consume more and more and more. Um, so that's kind of you know looking at that definition.
Uh, let me check my time here real quick. Okay. Uh, so then I wanted to jump over into a little bit of the different types of addictions that I'm probably going to get into some. And there's there's three main categories I want to touch base on. And and there this is actually, uh, I like this, this page. It's a website uh, called Healthy Place, and I'll include a link to it. But it, it looks at three different types uh, or categories of addiction. And uh, we're, what we have here is one is uh, addictions uh, to substances, which we've been talking about so far. Then some, uh, it has also impulse control disorders and looking at it from uh, a view of addiction, but with the uh, difficulty in, in, uh, with impulsiveness, just instantly doing something. Uh, feeling pressured to in that way, and then different kinds of behavioral addictions. And what I think I'll do is, in order to keep this particular podcast a little bit shorter, I'm just going to kind of pause things right there, and what we'll do is I'm going to get into each of these different things more during uh, tomorrow's podcast. So with that said, let's uh, pause for today. And you get out there and make it a good day. And I'm going to get cleaned up and ready to head out and make it a good day for me, too. All right. Well, you take care and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks a lot for tuning in.